Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 128 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Marketing your retail business. Can we flip the 80-20 social media rule on its head? I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Before I get started, I want you to know that ticket sales for the 2022 Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat will be closing mid-July or sooner if it sells out. When this podcast episode is published, I think you're going to have 18 days to grab your tickets. This retreat is two days of beautiful connections, camaraderie, it's amazing food, you know, hopefully it's you getting spoiled, all on a gorgeous and serene farm property where you have time to work on your business and breathe a little. It's called a business retreat instead of a business conference for a reason. I can't convey to you how incredibly special this event is. I really can't, especially at Fruchthaven Farm, which is owned by a Master Shopkeepers Group member. I'm beyond grateful that April and Mike Peterson allow us to take over the entire farm for a weekend. It's pretty cool. And at this year's retreat, I'm doing something different and fun for the opening and closing sessions. I'm presenting three very powerful presentations And I'm bringing in two powerhouses for the breakout sessions. More on this really soon. Not to mention the fun, the live music, the incredible swag bag. We're even going to have a zen zone and so much more. I always feel like there are way too many details to mention. I have a business colleague who is offering a two and a half day business retreat. It's not retail related, but she's offering it for $2,500 which recently led my biz bestie to ask me if I had wished or if I wish I had raised my price for the Savvy Shopkeeper retreat, if I wish I had raised it a little more. I actually don't. I know the price of this retreat is incredibly low compared to the value, and that's okay. What's important to me is that shopkeepers get spoiled too. We often don't. We take care of ourselves, we take care of everyone else, and we take care of everything else, right? This retreat is intended to give you the ability to spoil yourself. You deserve it. You really, really do. I saw after hosting the 2021 retreat, and I didn't realize how impactful it would be, but I saw what the retreat did for many of the shopkeepers that attended last year. And what they have accomplished since then, it's seriously incredible. Moving locations, adding locations, opening new stores, like completely different types of stores, investing in big growth, working on an improving mindset has been a big one. Digging deep inside to really figure out what's next for them. So many things. So if you're interested and you want to learn more or you want to grab a ticket and get your seat, you're going to go to SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash retreat. I highly encourage you to gift this to yourself. 
I also now offer two payment plan options. Based on what 2021 attendees have told me, you will not regret it. Again, the page on my website to learn more and grab your seat is SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash retreat. One other thing to note, and this is an important one, is that I will most likely not be hosting this in-person retreat in 2023. So if you've been on the fence about whether you want to attend this year or next year, I highly recommend getting your seat to this year's event. So yes, if you were multitasking already, we're only a couple minutes into the episode, but if you were already multitasking, you heard that right. I most likely won't be hosting this in-person retreat in 2023. My plan is to turn this retreat into a biennial event, so every other year. But I also want you to know that I have some really great things planned for 2023. Okay, moving on to today's episode. Pareto's principle states that 80% of a given result is the direct outcome of only 20% of the effort that went into it. I'm going to say that one more time because I probably said principle and you're like, what, Kathy, what are you talking about? Pareto's principle states that 80% of a given result is the direct outcome of 20% of the effort that went into it. The Pareto principle, when applied to business, can translate to 80% of a given business's profit or revenue, whatever you want to look at, typically comes from 20% of its customers or clientele. It's essentially a cause and effect statement. However, a common, a really common social media teaching that I've heard since I started my entrepreneurship journey is to spend 80% of our time on content, marketing content, social media content specifically, that connects and engages and only 20% that sells. Wait, what? (laughs) Like that's usually my reaction. What are you telling me? And that isn't a cause and effect statement. So it's interesting to me that they took Pareto's principle and applied it to the content that we create to market our businesses. I want retailers to know that this may not be the most effective marketing tip or rule for you. You each have a different voice, message, goals, and an overall different approach to strategy. It's important to discover this on your own. But when it comes down to it, Everything on social media is promotional, right? And I truly believe that our followers and our customers are savvy enough to know this. Like even when you even when you think about the influencer world, and yeah, they influence us and they cause us to go somewhere and buy something and that's okay, but I think most of us know that what they're doing is promoting something even when they put some really good genuine effort into making it natural. I'm all for connecting and I'm all for engagement and I'm all for increasing the number of our social media followers and for not being a pushy or overbearing, icky salesperson and for providing value on social media. But I think this golden rule of social media marketing needs to get flipped on its head. (laughs) Why? Because it's telling retailers that selling is bad. Some or actually many independent retailers resist selling already. So they lean into this 80-20 social media quote-unquote rule because selling already feels spammy to them. 
In my opinion, though, this teaching or practice disempowers you as a retail business owner, as someone who actually is a salesperson. If we get back to the true principle and we apply it to business, those who subscribe to the 80-20 principle know that one great way to maximize marketing results is to focus your effort on that top 20% of customers. And what's one way retailers are doing this? Through loyalty programs. Many of us retail store owners can see the Pareto principle at play in the stats of our loyalty programs, right? And if you don't have a loyalty program, just walk through this with me. And it may not reflect 80-20 exactly, but you know what I mean. It usually does reveal our top loyal customers are generally the top 20 top 20% and they really show up and spend with us. They create 80% of our revenue. Again, not exact numbers, but I think you know what I'm saying. Way more than the single purchase customer or the customer who might return only once in a while, which I'm not <laughs> I'm not poo-pooing like my sister says. I'm not poo-pooing those customers at all. I appreciate them, but there's something special about that top 20%. When I recently asked retailers in our groups where they spend most of their marketing effort, it was 80% or more on social media marketing, on posting, on creating reels, on making TikTok videos, etc. It might have even been 90%. They spend the majority of their time on social media marketing. That means other forms of marketing are not getting much attention. And it made me wonder... Are they looking at their data to validate that it's worth their effort? Now, I want to add that if social media is where you're putting your effort and your revenue reflects this, I am not asking you to change how you market your business at all. However, if you're stuck and or you feel like you're spending way too much time on social media with little or no ROI, I imagine it's little, probably not no ROI. Most of, it get, most of us get some return on investment. But if you feel like you're just spinning your wheels, you're stuck, you're spending way too much time there and not getting the benefits, then maybe it's time to change things up. I have an ebook on marketing a retail business. It has seven chapters on how to market your brick and mortar retail business. Actually, it probably applies to many retailers, not just brick and mortars. But of course, there's one chapter for social media. However, that chapter isn't 80% of the book. So it's interesting to me that we're dedicating so much time to social media. It's interesting, right? So I have a personal story to share with you because you're all probably thinking, okay, Kathy, where are you going with this? And this is an interesting story regarding marketing, my own personal marketing effort versus the marketing ROI in my own retail business the store I share with my sister. This was a time where I wasn't looking at my data. I was on autopilot too. If you Google the ROI, and that's return on investment, just in case some of you don't know, if you Google the return on investment on email marketing, you're, you'll find that it's historically better than social media in general. In my research, I consistently find that the reported return on email marketing is anywhere from $36 to $44 for every dollar spent on email marketing. The ROI on social media, however, often comes up a distant second. 
Now, I don't know who runs these research reports or how they get their findings, but I've consistently seen that. And just as a side note, I actually talked about this in episode 94. So if you want to listen, that episode is titled, Everything Crashes, But Your Business Doesn't Have To. And you'll find that at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 94. Of course, we'll link it in the show notes. Or you can just go into the podcast app where you're listening and scroll down till you get to episode 94. They're all numbered. Anyhow, last year I hosted a Q4, a fourth quarter challenge in Master Shopkeepers. I wanted to motivate group members to use any of their data. They could look at anything, their inventory reports, their sales reports, their social media insights, their email marketing information. I wanted them to pick somewhere in their business that they could take a really good look at it to help them plan and strategize for the fourth quarter of 2021. This was going to give them some insight into what to do and to making that fourth quarter the best quarter ever. Because for most of us in the group, not everyone, most of us, the fourth quarter is our biggest quarter. Well... I decided to participate in the challenge myself. And usually when I do challenges, I give away prizes. So I wasn't going to win a prize, but I thought, well, I own a store too. Why am I not participating in this as well? So I chose to look at my email frequency and the revenue we generated the weeks after I sent our emails versus the weeks I didn't send an email because I was pretty much on a bi-weekly schedule. Bi-weekly, that's every other week, right? (laughs) I was a bit blown away at what I discovered. Like you, I kept hearing about the ROI on email marketing. I mean, if you think about it, I even talked about it in episode 94, but I wasn't listening. This is is going to be enlightening to all of you. I, I feel you on so many things. Like I get it when things happen to you. It happens to me too. So while documenting my own information for this challenge, I found our revenue went up 44% the weeks following the emails I sent out. Yes, on average, 44%. That's huge. Talk about a smack in the face, right? I can tell that shopkeepers get into a routine. We're on autopilot with marketing, and we may not be pausing to look at the marketing effort we're putting in versus the marketing ROI that we're getting out of it. Again, how do I know this? Because this was me and because I see it in group members too. And I saw it this past year after I shared this information about my email marketing findings And I saw that Master Shopkeepers members, this is my mastermind group for brick and mortar store owners, I saw that they were struggling. So I decided this year to host a fun email marketing challenge in the group. Five presentations on Zoom over five weeks and one fun bingo card so members can track their progress and then they would win prizes at the end. I always have fun giving away prizes. So... We're currently actually in the middle of this challenge as I record this podcast episode. I actually taught on Zoom. It was the week number three presentation last night. And what's been great is seeing all of their progress, 
you know, instead of telling themselves, I don't have time for this. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what these words mean. I don't understand this. I don't know how this can help me. All of those questions are now getting answered. And because it's a challenge and because I'm making this fun, I see that they're making progress. And it's pretty funny to see how competitive some of the group members can be. Again, it's all for fun. And really, not just for fun, it's genuinely meant to motivate them, inspire them, because I think email marketing is worth the effort. And it's way less effort than social media marketing. Anyhow, they are getting results. And this makes me happy. To conclude, I'm not saying that everyone should drop social media. I'm definitely not. I know there's an ROI there. I know our customers are coming in because they're seeing my post on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm not saying that loyalty programs and email marketing is where everyone should shift to or, you know, put all their chips in. But what I am saying is to go look. Take an hour or two to just pause and analyze your data. Then if you want to and or need to make changes and try other things, including being comfortable selling in your content. And I feel like I'm going to do a podcast episode on selling soon. So watch for that. This is like, a, this is like I start talking and then I realize mm, this is a good idea for a podcast episode. So watch for that one soon, too. Anyhow, the results from this year's survey, which I'll be sharing in another podcast episode soon, I noticed that the results show that marketing your retail business is where many of you, actually most of you, want the most help. And this is really interesting because this has never come up before in previous surveys. And this ranked number one on where you want the most help both in-store and online. And I think it's probably, I'm curious, maybe I should run another survey, but I am guessing that a lot of you want help with marketing your e-commerce stores. Like you've built it, it's there, what do you do next kind of thing. Anyhow, I truly believe that it's a mix of both, in-store and online. And I'm here for it. So I wanna share two more things with you before I wrap this episode up. First, Go grab my marketing ebook if you haven't already. This is a 74 page ebook packed with marketing ideas for brick and mortar store owners. And I mean packed. If you're looking for a refresh in your marketing efforts, if you feel stuck in your marketing efforts, and you want one place that has all of the ideas on how you can market your business and get more online traffic and get more foot traffic, this is the tool for you. And I'm going to, actually, I'm not going to, I am, I'm offering it on sale now. You can grab the ebook for only $19. Normal price, regular price is $39. So please, if you need help here, this is a no-brainer. Go grab it and you can get it at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash get retail traffic. We'll have it linked in the show notes too. The second thing that I want to mention or really ask is, do you want me to make this email marketing challenge that I'm hosting in Master Shopkeepers available to all of you? This would be very similar to the retail CEO challenge I offer at the beginning of every year. This would be a paid five-week challenge where I teach one lesson per week on Zoom. 
I answer your questions. I motivate and inspire you to put more effort into email marketing. If this interests you, I genuinely really, really need to know, and I need you to reach out to me and tell me this, because if there isn't enough interest, of course, I won't offer it. But if this interests you, DM me on Instagram, that's at Savvy Shopkeeper, S-A-V-V-Y, Savvy Shopkeeper, or send me an email at Kathy with a K at SavvyShopkeeper.com. And just let me know if there's enough interest, I'm more than happy to offer this. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 128 and go grab the ebook. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.